Yesterday on the show, we were talking about the identification of even more of these alleged Chinese police stations, as they're being called, in Canada. There's a group called Safeguard Defenders in Europe that is blowing the whistle on this, and uh, one of their representatives, Jingji Chen, is joining us right now from Europe. Good morning. It's nice to have you. Good morning. Thank you for the invitation. Okay, so, I mean, first of all, we, we call them Chinese police stations, but what are they really? What are they up to? Right, so um, the direct translation we got is called Chinese Overseas Police Service Station. So they are established by the Chinese local police department, so not by the central government, but operating in different parts of the world, including in Canada, in Toronto. That's, you know, officially say they are providing consulate services such as renewal of driver's license. But we have also found cases in Spain, in Serbia, also in France, where those stations are involved in illegal persuasion of Chinese people for them to return to China to face persecution. Okay. So, I mean, effectively what they're doing is engaging people directly and trying to repatriate them to China. Exactly. And this is identified as how we say the involuntary returns. So they are not willingly you know, going back home, but because of the, uh, the, the intervention um, of those overseas Chinese say, agents or the, uh, the Chinese Communist Party's um, organizations, they were forced um, to return back to China. What kind of persuasion, if I can use the word, are they using to get people to go back? Because I'd have to think the average Chinese national who ends up in Canada would think, I'm pretty happy here. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. So a lot of overseas Chinese people in Canada, for example, or in other parts of the world, have still their family members inside China. So it's very... um, sophisticated way for the Chinese authority to do that. So first of all, they'll reach out to the family members still inside China, asking them to contact those people overseas in order to persuade them, convince them to go back. But then with the discovery of these overseas Chinese police stations, we found that those directors or people running those overseas stations can also reach out to these targets and to organize these sort of online conferences uh, online conferences, uh, having the family members sitting right next to the Chinese police, which is a you know, very high intimidation for the overseas Chinese. And then so this way of you know, in, in international um, operation or so-called um, transnational repression is an effective way for them to persuade, force people to return to China. Are you able to define, I guess, what the status of these individuals in Canada is? And by that, I mean the people who are working in these uh, police stations. Do they have diplomatic immunity? Can we kick them out? So people working for this or managing those overseas stations are, as the official claimed, volunteers, meaning that they do not hold any official titles, meaning that they also are not diplomats or if they are involved in any illegal practices, they are also uh, going to face justice. Um, So technically, they can also be be kicked out uh, by the Canadian government. But uh, another thing I would like to add is that a lot of time, uh, we found those people helping the Chinese police to persuade um, Chinese people abroad also hold the nationality of the host country. So then it will become more complicated if we want to, say, um, close down those stations. So it's important for the government, especially uh, we see the Canadian police has um, 
taken this seriously, trying to identify the people and then to have the victims come through. Um, it's important to really understand the network so that we can finally end these illegal practices of having Chinese agents abroad. And if a Chinese national does go back to China, what happens to them? Do they end up being a free citizen as much as anybody's free in China, or do they end up in some sort of a, a, a you know a system? Right. So this is exactly point why uh, we have been also advocating um, to end extradition treaties uh, with China, because China is a country where rule of law is heavily uh, eroded by the Communist Party, where the party basically dominates the judicial organ, the prosecutors and also the law enforcement. Oftentimes, when people are being targeted by the Chinese officials, will be arbitrarily detained, disappeared. Uh, with the denial of their visits, uh, their family visits, or they can't actually access to their lawyers. So in short, if you're being targeted by the Chinese officials, being charged with any sort of crime, you won't face any fair trial so that you might be easily sentenced to, to, to prison sentences and not being able to enjoy your rights at all. And last thing I would like to add, lots of people who are outspoken activists are also forbidden from leaving the country again after being sentenced to, say, several years in prison. Thank you for this. Thank you very much.